Hello, guys. Hola. Welcome to another episode of When Football Met Soccer, a podcast where we talk about all things football during the week, uh, all the games, the stuff that's happening off the pitch, um, and all that good stuff. Hamza, we're back from a two-week international break. Uh, it was a very exciting day of football, but I feel like you have an exciting thing to discuss yeah. that happened during this international break. Yes, I want to discuss uh, Morocco-Brazil and Morocco's historic win over Brazil. Mm-hmm. First Arab team to win uh, Brazil and I guess second African team to win Brazil after Cameroon. I'm always going to remember that uh, Cameroon's win over Brazil because... Um, during the World Cup. During the World mm-hmm. Cup, Vincent Abu- Bakar. Mm-hmm. his goal was amazing. Do you remember his yes, goal? Yes, and he took off his shirt. Yeah, he took off his shirt. It was such <laughs> and a good in, goal. In um, injury time, in added time. And yeah, I'll like... never forget that goal. It's, it's so memorable, so I'm not, I'm not going to forget that game. But it was a really good game uh, from Morocco. They, I, I thought they played even better than the World Cup. They that are, is true. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. like... They, they improved, like somehow they improved and they're like more... Um, more of an offensive team, not just like a yeah, defensive team, which for is sure. really surprising. Especially against Brazil. Yeah, especially against Brazil. And the trio, uh, Ziyech, Hakimi, and uh, Unahi, so good. I think Morocco's midfield is great. Like the way the ball moves around, it's like really everyone was so impressed. Regardless of what you're going to say about the refs and the first goal that um, that was um, ruled as offside that Brazil scored, doesn't really matter. They played better than Brazil. Mm-hmm. And they were so good. Like it's like really they deserve to win. I don't know if Brazil was not into it, but I I don't think that's the case because even if it's a friendly, because it's Brazil, so they would always want to win, and they don't want to be embarrassed versus. They Morocco. also played their good players. Yeah, they so. played a lot of their good players. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Gabriel Martinelli does not play with Brazil. Richarlison is not great. Let's let's all like be be honest about it. Richarlison, he had that f- great goal in the World Cup, yeah. but he's not great when you watch the Premier League. Anthony consistently no, consistently, no. Uh, let's be honest Anthony is very okay Anthony is okay to average I he would argue do he's great. better than Richarlison I agree I think league. he is I think yeah. he is but he's yeah. still uh, like kind of like a fluke like he was expected to be this amazing player but he doesn't play a lot I think they should bring Gabriel uh, Martellini because he's amazing so I don't know why he wasn't called I think this time he was injured uh, they had uh, Militao, they had they didn't have Gabriel Jesus, which I think could have been a, a little bit of a, a game changer. Because without Neymar. Honestly, I'm not even sure Neymar would have done much. Jesus, yeah, that's true. Gabriel that's true. Jesus, true. I think he would have made a difference and he's a great player. But they still had Casimero. And they still had... Uh, who, right, who they Vinicius. Had? Vinicius, which is... That's like a big deal. And Vinicius could not do anything. Literally, I think he struggled so much. And Morocco basically gave them a goal... Because of Bono's fuck up, massive fuck up from yeah, Bono. Yeah, that was that was a real big. Oh God, Bono, what what is what is going on? He's a bit he's deteriorating. I don't know, and he didn't play today versus uh, Cadiz. Sevilla played the game today. He wasn't uh, he wasn't the main goalie, so I think that that makes sense. He's but been he's fucking not, he's up. But he's not officially injured or anything. No, right? no, no. He's just been fucking up consistently, okay. and the other goalie stayed, and he was committed. And apparently, I think also the new coach knows this goalie. Knows the second mm, goalie from okay. like uh, so he's gonna from get before. A, he's going to get eclipsed a bit then. Maybe. If he, if he stays SFU. Yeah, maybe. I think he might be bought during the summer, but he just needs to improve his level a little bit. 
Um, yeah, and defense was amazing. Uh, honestly, fantastic. Yes. Saiz and Agur uh, were great. Who did some defensive? Yeah, work. yeah. But like, I just want to talk about Saiz and Agur. Some balls they caught, amazing. Mm-hmm. And very clean. Very clean. And Agur, like his passes, not just his passes to like create chances. Fantastic. Really good. And Saiz hasn't been playing for a while. Like I told you, he has problems with his uh, with his team and his coach. And he was still amazing. And I just remembered that. If we had that team during France, we would have won 100%. 100%. I think that we would have won. I think we would have won 100%. I know. That's like a... <laughs> Anyways, I think we would have won 100%. I say it again. <laughs> because Agard Ag- was injured and, and a bunch of other players. Honestly, but as this well. is the team that they kind of started off as. Exactly. Right? That's, why I, think, that's why I think he didn't want to change any of the players. Because he wanted to prove to everyone that this team that worked, it still works. And it wasn't just a fluke. So that's why he did it. And my last point is about uh, Amrabat. Honestly, best Moroccan player. That guy, it's... it's. I, I don't know why he plays for Fiorentina. I, I'm so sorry. I watched the Premier League. There's so many players in the Premier League, so many midfielders that are not to the level of Amrabat. And they are playing in these massive teams. And he is still playing in Fiorentina. That guy does everything. He runs. He's like Very a well beast. Rounded. He's a beast. But it seems that Fiorentina doesn't want to sell him. Yeah, well, I, I, honestly, I think, you know what happens with these Moroccan players? They have bad agents. That's why even Unahi went to Marseille, mm. not somewhere else. Yeah, it must be like something about the agents. Or, or that even if they're not, quote unquote, bad, they may have not, may, they may not have the power and the sway and the connections to be able to, yeah, like, to I get mean, them to the team. Yeah, right? like why would that guy not go to Liverpool? I mean, Liverpool desperately he needs really someone like... He really wants Barca though. He should not come to Barcelona. He he should go to Liverpool. I think I think overall Mazrai was also not bad. He was he from has he, yeah mm-hmm. he came mm-hmm. from injury. Uh, I think it's gonna be tough for him to uh, play right now in Bayern because Pavar basically took his place. And we can talk about that later. But overall, really good performance. Even the performance against Peru was not bad at all. And it's like people like watching them. It's fun. Even people said it even in the World Cup. And now it's like even more. Honestly, more. the game against Brazil was more fun than some games they played during the World Cup. For sure, for sure. I have to say. And for a friendly, there was a lot of action. The, the crowd was great, as usual. Yeah, and they're like, it's, like, it's like all those people who couldn't live that stuff during the World Cup right, because they didn't right. go. Like, they, they lived to, it that day. And so it was like a game. good story that they won. Uh, fortunately, even though it didn't matter, but I. Although, can we please talk about the ratchetness of this oh God, game? I, f- I forgot about that. Just, just so that everyone knows, so this game was televised by like a Moroccan channel, right? Yeah, it's like called Ariadia. Okay. Yeah. And so it it was pretty evident that they don't have a lot of experience televising things on the bigger scale and games because first of all, they couldn't get the the timer to work properly. So mm-hmm. in the beginning, it was either not showing up or counting backwards. It was counting backwards. It was or something. So it was and crazy. It disappeared. And, yeah. <laughs> and like as they were trying to fix it, they removed it completely, right? Yeah. Oh my God. And the transitions, you know, when they do a replay and then they transition oh, the logos, it was almost like blurry or something. And the camera kept shaking. It was, <laughs> I thought it was a lot of times like a, automatic it's not a person holding the camera but regardless it no, was but, still shaking but even the replay sometimes we don't get to see the replay so or, because, yeah or it's a bad angle yeah so so i i, I told you how about like how in the uh, world club uh, world cup of clubs you can clearly see that it's very different from the usual filming of the moroccan league because i think fifa brought its own uh, okay crew. Right. much higher so, caliber much higher it's very different and everyone was so <laughs> it was so ratchet i was like is this 
this is Brazil playing right now with Vinicius Jr. And like you have, you no. know, Casemiro on the pitch, Hakimi on the pitch. And then this is this ratchetness. It's like, so, it looks like it's some random league in some random country that nobody so, watches. So embarrassing. So and they were so proud of everything. Anyways, it was it was a good game overall. I, I enjoyed it. Yes. Yes. Save the timer counting backwards. That was epic. It was. Well, an exciting uh, day of Premier League games. Mm -hmm. Happy April Fool's Day. So we can start with Manchester City, Liverpool, which was the scoreline was 4-1. So April 1st. Very fitting. Since it's my team, I can start. Um, yeah. So Salah's first goal, honestly, it was pretty nice, I thought. Yeah, it was not bad. It was not bad. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what the defenders were doing, City's defenders were doing. Like, so, like, they kind of tried to get the ball away from Hota and then he kind of missed. I don't think they could have done anything. And then the ball was just there in the middle. And then No, I think he then, covered himself quite well. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, no, but yeah, Ro Rodri was running there. Like Rodri was facing yeah. the ball and he didn't do, he didn't, he, it didn't seem like he was trying to run towards it and then Salah just took it. It was a good of, play. It was a good play, for sure. It was a good play. But Alvarez's equalizer, I thought was, it was good in terms of it happened in the first half. It was a team effort. Mahrez, had a great game. I think that was his first major contribution. He had some good shots mm -hmm, before that, mm -hmm. and then it was his first major contribution. Um, uh, by the way, just a, just a side note. Did you see Pep celebrating in front of those Liverpool players? I saw it. it I loved it. <laughs> it was so funny. So he like he was celebrating like crazy, and then there's you know these who, Liverpool who, players were warming up. Who was it? No, he Arthur. Was, Arthur. No, no, no. It was the Greek player. Uh, no, Arthur was the, sec was the second one. But the first one, yeah, I forget his it name. Was, but he was trying to like, he's Simikas, like, shake Simikas. my hand. Is it? Simikas. Shake my hand. Shake my Why aren't you shaking my hand? Touch my hand. <laughs> and the guy was like, uh, no. I love how crazy he is. Oh my God, Pep is, I mean, it was not the most professional thing. And there was a reporter. He's like, oh no, it was great. It was just celebrating. It didn't do anything inappropriate. Did you think it was inappropriate? And the reporter's like, yes. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry then. <laughs> so, and then, uh, De Bruyne scored a second goal pretty soon in the second half. Uh, and then it just seemed like there was really great movement after that. They had really good chances in the penalty box, which is not very much like City. And honestly, this is the City that I enjoy watching. Not like the this City is, this year with where the way they've is, been playing. This is last year's City. Exactly. This is finally City that everyone got used to seeing in the past like five years. Five years. Four, five years yeah, yeah well, like everyone just expects them to win. Like the level so high, best team in the world. Like this is the 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 true city, and I think they're back to their level. Fantastic game, really good. Everyone played so well. Honestly, Grealish is his. Yeah, the game of his life. Game. He's been having such a good game. Mahrez, we've talked about him so many times. That guy is really good. So Fantastic. I just want to say, yeah. So Ramadan Mahrez is better than Ramadan Salah. Clearly, that's true. <laughs> no, but to, but to be honest, nothing to do with Ramadan. Mahrez I know, it's just been... funny. People are calling him Ramadan uh, really? Mahrez. Yes. Oh, that's crazy. No, um, but it was like teamwork. I'm sorry. And honestly, like what Mahrez did to Van Dijk is, 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 is crazy. You saw that, right? Like, yeah. Van Dijk can't defend anymore. I don't know what's Neither happening. Neither can Trent. Yeah, I don't know what's happening to Liverpool, but they don't cover players. Like, they're doing whatever they want, Manchester City, and they were efficient. Boom, 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 pass. Like, passes from one to another and then score. Really, really good, uh, really good flow. I think Liverpool need to, um, they need to figure something out. Like their defense is so bad. There was like minute 65. I think there were 44, there was 44 um, passes by Man City for two, 
two minutes and 10 seconds. And Liverpool was just watching them and walking. I do They think, didn't yeah. do anything. They just like, it's like they gave up. They just, they, they, For they, sure. I wrote that down too. I mean, they, they, like, <laughs> they kind of like closed, like, I don't understand. Like they lost hope. What's happening with Liverpool? And you see them some game against Man United and they're like 7-0 and they're like, wow, this is no, Liverpool's that was a, energy. No, that, that was a fluke. Yeah, and you think this is last year's Liverpool. They have their energy back and then suddenly... Their defense is horrible. Like they need to buy new players because clearly there is something off with those the existing players. Van Dijk can't defend. I'm sorry. Like they have a massive problem in defense. If they fix defense and midfield just a little bit, I think they they're good because Salah has not the problem. No, no, I I, I do think Salah Salah is he's not been excellent, but he hasn't been you know. Crap, yeah, it, right? yeah, exactly. He's better than Kai Havertz. Right, because if mean, you, when you see him run, like he's trying to make those runs, and then people like Hota can't keep up. Yeah, which is like, pretty obvious. Exactly, right? like Konate can't defend, Van Dijk can't defend, Trent can't defend. Well, someone has to. Like clearly, something's off in their defense. They need someone like Amrabat. They need someone like Kante. They need someone who's gonna defend, who's gonna fall, run, run, run behind the ball. And I, I feel like it's also like the coaches' mistake a little bit because they're not placed well in the field. Like the defenders, they right. don't cover the the attackers that well. They don't have a very specific set role that they know I, that I, they're. I I don't out, right? know, but like I feel like it's not just the players; it's also a little bit the coach because the goals that they receive are like, okay, where was the defense? Clearly, this should have been covered. What was this player doing? Or maybe they're just like a little bit slower. I don't know what's happening. I think after this game, more Liverpool fans are 50-50 on Klopp a bit. As in, right. more, more yeah. uncertain about yeah. what Klopp's role has to play now going forward. Because, because I think he has a little bit of a role. That's why like, I think defense is not like super organized. And aren't they like meeting uh, Arsenal next? Next week or... They have to play Chelsea and Arsenal. I think so, yeah. I mean, Chelsea, honestly, I think they're going to beat Chelsea. I don't think... Uh, because their offense is way better. Like Liverpool's offense is way better, way more efficient. But Arsenal, uh, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, if they get slaughtered again, I don't know how... Yeah, Arsenal is going to be a real problem for them. But, yeah, the second half especially, I think Liverpool kind of just gave up. It was very much just City just doing whatever they want. They played really well. I do have you to give the credit. But also at the same time, Liverpool was just not good. But I do think this is more like this, the City that I, I yeah. is more enjoyable to watch. Grealish, yes, had a great game. He finally scored and it was really happy. You know how he always talks about... What's your favorite meal to eat after a game? He's like, oh, massive Chinese, you know, the way he talks. <laughs> so he's going to go eat his massive Chinese after this. And Mahra is, is going to eat his um, halal fried chicken. Uh, but uh, I have to mention, we've talked about this a couple of times, the kind of English press bias, because everyone just raving, raving, raving about Grealish today. And honestly, yes, he was really, really good. I think he's really coming into the player, the potential that he has. But at the same time, Mahrez was just as good too. And they're not talking about him in the same Mm -hmm. way, I think. Yes, they're praising him for sure, but not to the level of Grealish. Yeah, and when you have also Kevin De Bruyne and Alvarez playing that well all together, it works really well, but it seems like the focus has mostly just been on Grealish. But Mahrez has been playing really well for a long time. And at the beginning, I think the beginning of this, I'm sorry, maybe like uh, end of last year, or beginning of this year, he was the only one who's playing well. Remember how you used to yeah, score, yeah, yeah, yeah. how he scored mm-hmm. multi, like successively. He saved, them a, he saved them a few. He saved times. them a few times for yeah. sure, for sure. But I really like him, Ramadan Makris. So you know. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he should I don't just know fast how, the whole year. I don't know how they do it. 
Fantastic Rah- job. Ramadan Mahra is better than Ramadan Hamza, for sure. For sure. 100%. He's <laughs> probably cranky of like, what is... <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, during training, he's like, oh, don't touch me. Don't talk to me. That's true. I don't know how they do it. It must take a lot of uh, like uh, effort, like cardio nonstop for... Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's even, not It's not just strength, it's cardio. Even in the series, he played the whole game. And mm. you can see that he was fasting. And we talked about like Amrabat as well. He had to break his fast. Mm-hmm. And come back to the game. He didn't. He wasn't. Um, but I'm sure they can't sub, eat much. It's mostly just water, right? Yeah, he just like water and it dates. But anyways, Mahrez, fantastic player this year. I think honestly, he's the best African player this year. Best Apparently, African, he broke the record for most. Yeah, Afri- and he broke the record. Most assists for, as an African player. Yeah, and he broke the record from Drogba. And Drogba was a mm. beast. He was amazing. Like he's he's uh, like to me like if I'm gonna remember an African player in in the Premier League, it would be Drogba. Yeah, but it's a new era, so it would be Mahrez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but right? like, if, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mahrez and Salah, right? Yeah, Mahrez and Salah. But mm-hmm. honestly, this year he's the best, best African, best Arab player in my in my yeah. opinion. Very, very happy for him. Uh, and just in parallel with anything else, that did you want to? No, no, no. I think we can talk about Arsenal, right? Arsenal, just really quickly because mm-hmm. you know they're doing the same, same thing week in week out, so there's not much <laughs> extra to say. They're like, we saw your scoreline, we could match it for one again. Trossard is doing a lot for Arsenal. I think it was a very really smart, very, yeah. very, very smart signing. And I really enjoyed the fourth goal. So it was you know from Saka oh. to Odegaard to, to Shaka's pass. header. Odegaard is such a yeah. such a skillful player. Really, he, for that sure. pass and the guys moving to try to score it, really good. And honestly. that header is a lot harder than it I looks. I know it, it, it is was really it, nice. Header. It is really hard. It looked really hard. But I'm like this team is so good. Like they're nonstop. They do the same thing. And now there's six games left, right? I think there's only six games or seven games left. No, nine. Okay, well, anyways, there's not a lot of games left. Arsenal, same old, fantastic. Honestly, as good as City is, uh, they, I think Arsenal you know should how these, win. You know how these people, these pundits are always saying, well, you know how City has champions blood where they can go on a run and win 10 games in a row or whatever it is. But I'm thinking... It doesn't matter because Arsenal could just do the same. Arsenal has so, been doing so, the so same. So why are you saying that yeah. just because City can do this, that they're going to win the I league? Think, it think, doesn't mean anything. I think because they're still looking at City with these like those goggles of like last year's City and the City from the past yeah, five years. Yeah, you can't do that because look yeah. at Liverpool. Look, like, I know, you, you, exactly. You can't use that to project how they're going to perform, right? Just because they're not doing as poorly as Liverpool doesn't mean that they're going to... And there's really no sign in Arsenal that they're going to falter. No sign. No and it sign. seems that failures kind of lift them up too if they have a slight blip they come back strong and it's good right they lost in the Euro- they got kicked out of Europa League it's fine we keep c- carrying on mm-hmm, in the Premier mm-hmm. League we keep winning by decent margins they've increased their goal difference significantly they used to have a much much smaller mm-hmm. goal difference compared to City but now it's pretty much on par at this point so honestly I yeah don't see any sign of them slowing down um, I think they got it yeah they can just win the Premier League next year they will destroy the Champions League I think they will be very good at the Champions League. Honestly, I can't. When I yeah. compare them to a lot of other teams, they're. I'm excited to see. Yeah, what they're gonna do. Arteta's gonna League. keep. Yeah, exactly. What they're gonna it's bring just, out these it's players. It's just like uh, we keep saying this. It's a fun team to watch. For just sure. Like teamwork. You see teamwork every week with Arsenal. As much as I hate to see it, love City, but Arsenal really had just a fantastic season. Impeccable. Uh, Chelsea. Oh. In bad racing. 2-0. Their first loss at home against Aston Villa since 
10, I think more than 10 years ago. Yeah. So I'm also a little bit salty because Ziyech didn't play. I don't yes. know why he didn't. He's, he wasn't, uh, was, yeah, wasn't even in the bench. And if anyone that's not Moroccan watched uh, Morocco-Brazil, Ziyech is a different person. We've said this before, but he, he wasn't great, Morocco-Brazil. He was very okay. He missed a lot, but he was running nonstop. He's like a different person. And he wasn't playing. I don't know. I think, I think he could have made a difference a little bit in this game. Not maybe, maybe just as a sub. Because I, I will talk a little bit about the players, but a lot of them, I'm extremely disappointed in them. And we, we should talk first about how Aston Villa only had two shots. Two shots and they scored from those two shots. It's, it's, Versus the 27. This I is just. I don't care. I don't care that Joao Felix is such a good player. I don't t- care that he plays so well. He needs to score. I mean, like, I don't care. Like, he can't just keep playing like that. Like, they can't bring someone like Neymar as well and expect the, the team to be better. They need to score. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know why Mudrik is still playing. He's not that good. He's not that good. I, I know he's just, they just bought him recently and they need to give him a bit of time. But I've also watched him uh, in the, during, during the, the international, international break, break yeah, and yeah, he no, wasn't honestly, great. He was crap. He wasn't Against great, England. Right? Against England. He, was, mm-hmm. he didn't do anything. And I thought that Ziyech would do a much better job than Mudrik. Even the, the guy that they said Mudriki, I don't. I think Ziyech would have would, would have done a better job. That's why I don't know why he wasn't. He didn't play. Maybe there's like some issue with the coach. But Reese James bit overrated. I'm sorry. I agree. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I think a bit of English bias here. There's so many players that play in his position that are much better. Alfonso Davies, amazing. We can talk about Bayern. Hakimi is such a good player like when he was subbed against Morocco in Morocco Brazil you can see the difference mm-hmm, such mm-hmm, a good player mm-hmm, there's a mm-hmm. lot of players out there that are way better than Reese James I think defensively he may not be the no, worst no, he's a good player but he's just the hype the, the but the the offensive is lacking a bit if, if I mean because he plays mm-hmm, right back mm-hmm. right so yeah. if you're gonna play right back that attacking edge, that attacking quality, I don't think he, he yeah. quite Yeah, and, and, and he's fast, but I don't think he's as fast as Alfonso Davies. He's, that guy is, is amazing. Cucurella's young, so that mistake is kind of like a beginner's mistake. I, I'm sorry, like that shouldn't happen, but then again, it, it's okay. Havertz, same old, not great. No impact, doesn't do anything. I guess there's one... One bright spot is uh, Kante, fantastic player. Yeah, he really made a difference. Yeah, you can off. see how he made it. Like now I remember him when he was playing, when Tukal was, uh, was mm-hmm. uh, the coach. Mm-hmm. So good. So good, that player. And Koulibaly also was a good signing, I think, defensively. I think these two players made a little bit of a difference. And I, I, personally, I think you could give Chelsea an extra hour. They wouldn't have scored. <laughs> Literally. I don't think they would have scored. This is embarrassing. Maybe the coach needs to be changed, but I don't know. I can't find excuses for them anymore. Yeah. And Emiliano Martinez, man of the match. Man of the match. That guy is a fantastic goalie. No matter what you think about all his shenanigans, great goalie. I mean, if if Chelsea had 27 shots and, you know, nothing went in, so he it's definitely partly, played a role. Yeah, he played a role. It's not entirely <laughs> him, but he definitely, uh, he definitely played the role. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're talking about flops, yeah, Mudarik... Definitely should be up they there. They spent so much money, and I'm sorry. Yes, also, Enzo's good. Enzo's good, and you can see that he's a skillful player. But so many midfielders are good. You don't need to spend $600 million on all those players to have these results. And also, I think one that's not talked about enough that was also a flop, maybe also due to the English bias, is fucking Raheem Sterling. He's not playing. He didn't play. Yeah, that's no. Why I didn't, I didn't he was about. $47.5 million. Oh, my God. 
And what has he done for Chelsea? Let's let's talk about. I don't well, even honestly, Raheem Sterling. Even when he was at at City, I wasn't convinced. Like, no, me neither. He was not the strongest, but at least he was stronger than what he is like, now. It doesn't take a lot for me to get convinced by Saka. Saka is a good player. You can tell with the English team. You can tell with Arsenal. I'm sorry, Raheem Sterling. I never thought he was a good player. Well, think what you may, but Gabriel but... Jesus. I mean, I know he's not English, but with Arsenal and with City, I thought he was a good player. I thought he scored a yeah. lot. I thought he I was think, efficient. Yeah, he was maybe perhaps overshadowed a bit by, you know, Aguero a bit, you know, perhaps that he wasn't the number one striker, yeah. right? Aguero was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, like, exactly. Like, when you compare Aguero to Raheem Sterling, I'm really sorry. Raheem Sterling, you're very okay. So yeah. why are you getting so much attention? Like, I Aguero that... is amazing. Don't don't you feel like the, pre- the, the press, especially in the English press, they don't... They don't say amazing things about him but they also don't criticize him that much Raheem Sterling yeah yeah right yeah because like come on he deserves to be criticized a lot of I times agree. right and he just he's just not effective and he plays a lot he starts a lot for England he starts yeah he and starts so, all the time like there's a lot of other players that could be good that don't start for England right exactly and it's crazy to me that like you know when Ivan Tony started for England for his first cap uh, it was the first time that a Brentford player Started Ever started. For, wow. for England, which wow. was amazing, right? So then it probably they still pick through those yeah. top four, top five teams. Yeah. And even if you may not be as good, but you play for a brand name team and you have a certain reputation and the English press likes you. And Ivan Tony was a little bit tainted because he had those gambling problems. Oh, he did? Yeah. Mm. And so perhaps, I don't know, this is my conjecture. But yeah, I don't think Sterling... Even he, like even Jude Bellingham, like I've been watching a little bit more Borussia Dortmund, and he is a good player, a good even player. in England. But I'm sorry, like midfielders in Barcelona, there were so many amazing players. Pedri's amazing. I've watched a lot of them. Busquets was fantastic. So and people don't talk about Pedri as much. Like the English, the uh, Spanish me- press does. Yeah, but the English media does not talk about him that much. They either. just hype up their like Jude Bellingham is really good, and I think maybe they just think about it in the context of other English players, you yeah. know. But 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 to me, yeah, he's good, but he's he's not worth all, like oh my god, this young talent, he's gonna mm-hmm, change the world, mm-hmm. he's gonna change football. Look, I, at his- I do think I do think I do think Saka is not overhyped. I think oh no, no, Saka no, no, no. is Saka, Saka's amazing. appropriately hyped. Yeah, amazing. I, even Rash, the attention Rashford has been yeah, getting. Those, the, the, yeah, those those players deserve it. Kane, amazing regardless of the, the cups and all of that, i watched Kane so many times. That guy is an amazing player. He defends. He does everything. And he yeah. scores yeah, yeah, yeah. countless times. And he crawls on the floor and wastes time. <laughs> <laughs> Very Tottenham. That was hilarious. Uh, but I just also want to mention on the other side, uh, Aston Villa, uh, John McGinn's second goal. Great goal. Great goal. His first goal in 50 games. First goal of the season. Really? And he's having a great week because Scotland also beat Spain this week. So I got to give it to him. He's a fantastic week for him. But, Not for Chelsea, but for But him. I think the, the new uh, coach is trying. Apparently, I think he tried a different team with, uh, against uh, Scotland. So if you watch oh. the first game right, yeah, was yeah, against yeah. Uh, Norway. Yeah, 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 the 4-0 win. Yeah, the 4-0 was against Norway. And then he and then he wanted to try a completely different team. So I think he's trying. Honestly, this is my opinion. Watching that game, the one they won, Spain doesn't have a good team. Yeah. Portugal yeah, yeah. has an amazing team. And I know we are like, this is a bit of a tangent, just talking about since we came from international mm-hmm. break. 
Portugal has an amazing team. France. Yeah, Pretty France. Solid. I mean, solid their second team. game was yeah. shaky. But. Yeah, France, solid team still. But I think Portugal is one of the best European teams. And you, you will see. I think they just need a little bit of time. Maybe it was this new coach, the mm-hmm. all the previous Belgian, uh, Belgian uh, coach. They're going to do like a better job. But even the names that they have, like Spain does not have any players. You can go through the... I'm sorry, they're not like A players. It's also because a lot of these older, more experienced players have now retired. Exactly. So now they, they, have... they don't have like that golden like age of all those amazing players is gone a little bit. Yeah, you have Pedri, Gabi, but still not enough Balde, but this is yeah, not enough. It's not enough, enough to... to carry a team. At all. Not yeah, enough. for sure. England has potential, but at the same time, they're the type to just not do anything with their potential. So, you know, there's nothing, doesn't say anything that they perform decently at a qualification with mm-hmm. an, an amazing set of players. So we just have to see. I'm reserving judgment about that. Quick word about Bayern yeah. and Dortmund, the other classic. Bayern is such a good team, honestly. <clears throat> quality player, quality bench. When I look at their bench and the people they were playing, oh, gosh. I was, it's like there's there's a lot of players. <laughs> like they were playing. Like, I don't I don't understand. Like Barcelona does not have that. It's like just, so but many this teams is my don't thing. have. Bundesliga that. is it even competitive? Think about it. Dortmund is supposedly their no, biggest. No, I think it's just well. Ma- like I think just Bayern is well managed. Like they know how to buy players. They know how to go to France and get those players from the suburbs uh, of Paris. And clearly, like, that's not the case for uh, uh, Barcelona. That's not the case for, like, even Man City. The, the players they got, it's nowhere to the caliber of, like, some of the players they have. It's not the same caliber as uh, I as mean, Bayern. I, don't, I don't know if I would like, I don't know that. about Akanji and all these new players that they got. Like, well, not everyone. not everyone, yeah. But you can't say that every Bayern player is just, A like... A lot of them are good. I, like, like, for example, Komen, I'm not that convinced. I don't think he's bad. He's, he's pretty good. So he scores a lot. Compared to some, I yeah, I'm not super convinced. And it, he is doing a good job. In in this game, he was he was really not bad. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it makes me a bit apprehensive for City yeah, playing against uh, them. It's 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 such such quality. It's Dortmund just seems to be there's a gap. Yeah, I'm like I don't know how they're so close. Uh, I don't watch the Bundesliga on a regular basis, so I don't know why they're so close, but. Bayern was superior. So Tuchel's first game in charge was a success. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to do much because the team is already there. But good for Tuchel. Pavard was fantastic, so efficient. He's getting, I think he's improving. Yeah. Because when I used to watch him at France too, I didn't think he was. Yeah, so I think he was because Masrawi got injured. Like, that's Mm -hmm. why they bought Masrawi from Ajax to take that, 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 I think, to be a right back. And when he got injured, he took over and he is really good. That's why I think France has so many good players. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Alfonso Davies, I've talked about him before. Great. Even without the goalie's mistake, they were superior. I I don't know how you guys are gonna do it. I to me they're 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 the favorites to win the Champions League. Yeah, I think so. Not even I Madrid. So. They're they're definitely the favorites and and they're gonna be favorites next year as well. Because they have such a strong bench, such a strong team, and I, I think Tuchel would fit. It's alternating. Will, will it's it's right either in. Bayern or Madrid. They used to. They tend to be favorites, right? So if oh. if if one team is not that great, then the other one's. The I favorite. cannot wait for Madrid to destroy Crush Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> cannot wait. I I'm sorry about that for all the Chelsea fans, but something has to change with Chelsea. Not well managed. Potter is Potter's still saying not, positive things about them, which. I mean, 
Potter is not doing a good job. Like I don't care about how many attempts they do. They need to score, and Madrid does it. So yeah, they're in the bottom half of the table now. Eleventh. How the mighty have fallen. Oh, I cannot. It's, it's kind of it's kind of funny. Like Chelsea. It is comical. Chelsea yeah, it 11. is. And and Brighton. Who did they play today? That was a great game. It's fantastic. Brentford. Game, like, yeah, and like and the, the Mitoma's goal, really oh, yeah, good yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. No, like, Brighton. Pl- I think Brighton was a superior team. They played really well, and I think Brentford defended really well as well. But that was it. I a like game. I like watching Brentford. Like when you watch Brighton like this and you watch Chelsea, I'm sorry, you you're not you're not up to the Premier League. You shouldn't be like Chelsea and do things like that. You should score. Last game. Is that you want to talk about Barcelona? Yeah. Barcelona versus Elche. So a four 0 win. Yeah, four 0 win. Kind of mm-hmm. need to save all their good players, and at the same time they have a bunch of players that are injured, suspended. So Christensen was injured during the international break. Frankie De Jong injured as well. Dembele has been injured for a while, and Rafinha was suspended for one game, and Pedri is still injured. So it is a big problem, and Xavi, I think he took a bit of a risk and he saved. Busquets, he saved uh, Kissier, and he also saved Balde because Balde is an important player. So he had Jordi Alba, not great. Um, Sergio Roberto, not great. Garcia playing in the midfield. But anyways, not not great either. But he wanted to give a chance to Fatih and Torres to see if they're going to do something. And I guess they actually delivered. Uh, but the most important part, I think, that he kept is Araujo and Kunde. Kunde plays everywhere. Such a good player. Like this, like you can play... Central central uh, defender, uh, right back. He played everything and he's he's been very good. Araujo played as well. They managed to win uh, 4-0 against Elche. But they, but, they, but they were playing their usual positions though, no worries? Uh, Kunde, yes. In Kunde his, and as Araujo. right back and, and yeah. central back. Exactly, before. exactly. Alonso played. He was really okay. I think Christensen is, uh, is much better. But it was, what matters is that they won 4-0. Elche is not a... Not a great team. They're the bottom of the of La Liga, but and there's a had... pretty big gap between 19th and 20th. Yeah. So, so yeah. So Elche is, is gone for sure. Uh, but and also they had four coaches, four managers this year, and this manager is a new manager. This is his first. Oh, game. that's new. I've never seen him, but he looks really interesting. He looks like he works in fashion. I, yeah. Apparently no? he was he was trained by uh, Jorge Sampaoli, the Sevilla coach oh. who was just sacked. He's Argentinian, this, this, oh, this he's new. Argentinian. Yeah, he's Argentinian. Okay, well. So, very good result. Finally, I think the game changer was Lewandowski. For some reason, he decided to wake up this game and to play a but little bit. it was against Elche. It, it was against Elche. And I, I do think he's a bit slow. I don't know if you've, if you've paid attention, but he's, he's a little bit slow when he receives the ball. He doesn't run as fast. Even though he's like his first goal is but really good But he is goal. older. Yeah. But a lot of player, uh, players are old, but still do well. Yeah, but well. not everyone can be that way, right? Not everyone can be a Modric. I mean, I thought his wife was like this. That uh, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Just because you can work out at the gym doesn't mean that you can play Yeah, his football, wife is right? this amazing... Uh, I bet she couldn't play football. Yeah, I mean, I understand. No, I'm sure she's very fit. Like, she's a personal trainer. Oh, whatever, she is. She right? is yeah, very yeah. fit. So, uh, but the, 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 the two are not exactly correctly, uh, correlated, so... Yeah, and I don't like Jordi Alba. I'm sorry. He couldn't make a decent or like almost a single successful cross he was such a good player before but i think he should just retire he hasn't been playing uh well recently but what matters is the win and and it's a four nil win which is not very common for barcelona this season one zero one zero and so you know seeing all those goals was very different yeah definitely so 15 point difference 
as of today. Who is Madrid playing tomorrow? 11 games to go. Madrid is... Is it Atletico play- Bilbao? No, I think Madrid is playing uh, Real Valladolid. So Real Valladolid is also kind of in danger. Mm. So they kind of need to win. You never know. <laughs> if Madrid loses again, then... I, don't, I, st- I already think La Liga has gone for Madrid. Because now it's like it's getting harder and harder. Uh, but overall, I think it's a good result for Xavi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly. It, it was not a great game. Like, they didn't play well. They were all, like, scrambled. Like, it was a, a completely new lineup. Completely new composition. Yeah, because those players don't know how to play with each other in that, in yeah, that formation. Yeah, exactly. Right? He doesn't, so. like, Garcia never played that post. He, he hasn't played in a while. But what matters is the result. And Xavi's delivering that. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very happy with that. And, you know, now with all this talk about Messi returning to Barcelona, I just feel like we can save this for another day. But I just feel like Xavi does not seem like he would be very much in favor of that. He as, doesn't need him. As much honestly. as... No. I mean, it's not even about needing Messi. As much as Xavi has a relationship with Messi, Messi would come and screw everything he's built yeah, yeah. at he Barcelona, should, yeah. right? Because he can do whatever he wants with those players right now. He can do whatever formation, whatever strategy he wants. Mm-hmm. If Messi comes in, nope, you got to play Messi every time. You got to play around Messi. Messi needs players running around him. They need all this stuff. No, and then, and then you can't do the Barcelona project that you want to do your way, right? Like, because Messi's just going to come in and you can't treat him like any other player. He, he needs to get new players. His bench has no depth, so he needs to get new players and those new players are not uh, Messi. They need to get but completely it's, new But players. it seems like it could happen. How so, are they going to pay him? Good question. Yeah, I mean, but, they need to get rid of a lot of players to be able to pay him. They're not going to get rid of Rafinha. He's the one who's been saving them. They're not getting rid of Lewandowski. They're not getting rid of Dembele. Who are these players? They can get rid of Ferran Torres or Ansu Fati, but they don't have that many choices. That's the problem. I think if now that Dembele and Rafinha is injured and Lewandowski is injured, then they don't have a choice, right? It's, like, it's not like massive squad depth. So, But I don't know. I think Messi really wants to go back. But it's not a good idea for Barcelona. It's not a good idea for Xavi or the club or the team, I think. Honestly, I don't like they they made good signings last summer. So I'm not like they made they signed Kunde, Christensen, Alonso, all these players that have not been that bad. So you never know. So I feel like now they're waking up a little bit. So I hope they're not gonna bring Messi back. I really doubt it. I know you think that it seems like it's gonna happen. They can't pay him. But from an emotional perspective, do you want him to come to end no. his career in Barcelona? No, not really. Because okay. I want to keep seeing him with how... It was very hard to watch Barcelona in the last uh, four years when Messi was there. Not just because of him. He was really slow and, it was, and no one's running around him. And the team was in shambles. So I don't want to remember him that way. Mm. It's fine. Just go to Miami, man. Just like go relax yeah. in Miami. He shouldn't be bothered with this, honestly. Yeah, like, you don't even need to be bothered with fucking PSG. PSG is a shit show without you. Like, they're already bad. And those Parisian fans will never accept you. Exactly. So those just, Parisians, they already have Mbappe, so just... They're, they're never going to accept anyone. Yeah, it's just, oh, we love Mbappe, it's Mbappe. Like, I mean, you're just never going to be, you know... Yeah, just go to Miami, chill. The weather's nice there. Make a lot of money probably there. Or he, you can go to Saudi as well and make a shitload of money. Whatever works for you. Yeah, but I think he has just an... He's using his emotional side a yeah. little too much when it comes to Barcelona, which is understandable, but it, like I think some but would agree it, it would be a mistake. You never know. Maybe he could do a good job if he comes back. I have no but idea. But it's, it's, it's ego and his reputation, right? Just imagine if, as a coach, you could be like, yeah, I can bench Messi. He doesn't have to play. No, no, but time, he would right? be benched. No, no, if he came, I'm pretty sure he would be benched, and he'd be mm. fine with it. He'd be fine with it. Maybe because it's Xavi, it's... Not no, no, no. Horrible, I think he, right? He, he, I don't know. I don't know. No, no. I think he would be benched. 
but again, once you have Messi, you also have someone that can make a difference at some point. So that's also something to take into account. Because he made a difference for Argentina. Argentina was not... Barcelona is not Argentina, though. That's true. They don't have the players that Argentina has. Come on. It's not the same thing. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. If you liked it, please leave us a five-star review. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye!